0: Friends, welcome to Nurturing Your Nest, the podcast created to capture, explore, and navigate the journey of coming home to yourself, transitional motherhood, and connecting with our teenage daughters along their paths. I'm your host, Angie Schaefer, wife, mom of two teenage daughters, intuitive Reiki healer, transitional motherhood coach, and spiritual joy seeker. Each week, we'll come together and chat just as we are on a sofa side by side, sharing sacred space. It is my greatest hope to help other moms by offering insights, interviews, and straight up truth to guide your questions, worries, and celebrations with a friendly voice and healing vibe. Our time is now, let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the Intuitive Mother podcast. As I sit here recording this episode, it is winter solstice, the shortest day of the year. And for me, I believe the beginning of the season that calls us home to rest There's been many years for me where I would hit this time of the year. And, you know, you're still buzzing around, finishing up your holiday shopping and celebrations. But something would always ache inside of me to come home and to slow down and take some time to rest. As 2020 is quickly coming to a close, Many of us might be thinking, thank goodness, let's say adios (laughs) to 2020 and welcome in 2021 with open arms and bright expectations, maybe. But I wanted to take a moment on this episode and really lean into some of the lessons of slowing down in 2020, and at the end of the episode, share with you my greatest inspiration that has come out of this time of slowing down in 2020 and being more present at home and deeper into surrounding myself with those that I love, and time for myself, and more time in our physical home, which has allowed me to come deeper home into myself. I believe this time period of 2020 will be looked back on in the future, and for some of us right now, as a time of deep connection. Connection that we were so longing for but didn't know how to slow down enough to give it to ourselves. I believe one of the greatest lessons will always remain that 2020 taught us the value of connection. Not only that deep connection within ourselves that we were desiring and we finally got to come home to, but also connection with the friends and family that we took for granted. Connection with vacations and travel and certainty. However, like they always say, there's nothing really in our control, and we were living sort of... Under this notion that we were in control and things were certain, and 2020 certainly taught us the opposite. I loved every moment of the connection of 2020. I will be honest, I was the mom of teenagers who was sort of jumping for joy that there was going to be this reason that we were all going to be pulled back home. The years go fast in motherhood. It's true. I thought it was just something that older mothers said when I was in my 20s. And as I transitioned through mothering babies to toddlers to little children, you know, preschoolers in elementary school, I realized there is so much truth to how fast motherhood goes. And this pandemic, while frightening and sad and so heartbreaking for many, did give me that time, as it gave many of us, to reconnect with our children. They were desiring this connection, I'm sure, it, especially at the younger ages. And in my opinion, even the older kids needed this reconnection to their family. This time period of recognizing that home will always remain, that mom and dad are still somewhat cool to hang out with, right? I mean, just saying that takes me back to a flashback of our girls and my husband and I doing face masks together in march absolutely crazy we have pictures to prove it but that that lands us somewhat cool or maybe the time i was dancing to billie eilish in the living room with my daughter and we were sending these crazy like dance videos to close family friends but This time to reconnect and slow down where none of us had anywhere we had to go or could go. And it really made me think about how much I was busy, busy, busy for such a period of their lives that I didn't necessarily slow down enough to enjoy the dance parties without thinking, where am I going in an hour? What do I have to do in an hour? What has to be checked off that damn checked off to-do list that I absolutely despise? What has to be checked off that damn to-do list that has driven me crazy but kept me sane for so long? During the quarantine, I was able to have a dance party, to put on face masks, and to bake, and not... Really worry at all about where I was going or who might be popping in or what's going on that weekend because we knew it was always going to be home. That for me just provided a time period of connection that I know, despite how much we yearned for the connection to other family and friends, I will always look back on as a blessing. That we had the opportunity to come home and quote unquote, be stuck at home for more than what happens during, you know, a snowstorm and almost relearn how to live together in this space and time at different ages. And at the ages where typically our children are going from place to place and don't have time to slow down with us. So I really, really felt blessed by this time of reconnection to myself, to my husband, to my daughters, and the connection to what my heart was missing— So that it reminded me of how much I missed seeing my mom or giving her a hug, how much I missed seeing my sister, my brother-in-law, my niece and nephew, how much I missed seeing friends. It, It just all weighed on my heart this year in 2020. And it's something that I'm going to carry with me into 2021. The depth of the connection that I truly desire and how it comes from stillness, slowing down, and taking it all in. Now, I would also say that 2020 taught me how resilient we are. I watched one of my best friends go into work as a nurse day in and day out. I know from her words that she was exhausted and her heart was breaking, and there's trauma in that. And... That was at work and then coming home and not getting to hold her children or be in deep connection with her children and her husband were heartbreaking in itself. And I recognize that while it was heartbreaking, it also, there was this underlying theme of our strength and our resiliency to come together to, in many cases, do things we never thought possible, to see things we never saw before in our lives or any of those living had, and to come out with a different outlook on life and feel, again, more connected to what we hold dear to what matters most and to our hearts and our compassion for others while watching all of our first responders and frontline workers and families really be resilient in the face of this uncertainty. And while we know we can never be certain and things are out of our control, I really felt that the resiliency taught us, and at least in my eyes, showed me how strong we are in our heart and how resilient we can be when we come together. And as I say these I I I am also torn with the knowledge that this year was heartbreaking for so many. It wasn't about connection or resiliency. They lost loved ones. They haven't seen parents in a year and I recognize the life that I live that I was able to at least from a distance, see my parents or my sister celebrate my nephew's 10th birthday in a car driving by. I do recognize that. But I'm also looking to take with me into 2021 the beautiful lessons that I learned of the connection and the resiliency that we have in the face of adversity, so that in the future, I can lean back on these lessons and know that it is possible to remain connected home to our truth and to take that with us and move forward and feel strong and know that we can figure it out that we can come together in love and compassion and and hold each other up in times of happiness and sorrow and i just felt that those connections and that resiliency really taught us that we are one and we're stronger together and we're full of love. And that, to me, just was a breath of fresh air after, you know, an adulthood of thinking how we're really got to a point of like everybody was sort of out for their own and not really coming together. I know on 9/11, of course, we saw that nation come together as one. But set aside the nation and I I really feel we learned the depth of just coming together in connection with each other. We weren't all in the same boat, but we were all riding the same waves, some of our boats had a lot more heartbreak. Some of our boats were happy with connection. Some of our boats had more resiliency. Some of our boats, you know, the list goes on and on and on. Financial concerns. But I feel like it was the first time in the history that I remember that we could all sort of get a glimpse and understand that we're All in this together, and while the boat you're in may not have the financial concerns or the heartbreak or the connection, we were all experiencing something new in our lifetime, and it was creating an atmosphere for us to all come into connection with ourselves, with our family, with each other. And that through resiliency, we were able to really come out stronger. Lessons that I would wanna take into 2021. I'm going to be honest, I'm like speaking off the cuff tonight. It's the end of the year, and I have big plans and big excitement, and next week, I'm going to be announcing the new program that is launching in February, where there are only 20 spots available. And I'm super excited for that. And can't wait to share more. It's going to be all on that episode next week. But before then, I really felt called to just share... My lessons, what I'm going to hold on to from 2020. And for me, that was connection and resiliency and love. There were so many lessons, so much that I learned about myself, so much that I learned about our family, about my daughters, their resiliency. I saw one of my daughters have to navigate a serious relationship that suddenly wasn't able to see each other. I saw my other daughter navigate change of schools to not having many weeks at her new school and just complete heartbreak and changes and everything in her life And still come out stronger throughout the year. Our other daughter navigated change in friendships and a lost trip to Hawaii and just so many lost aspects of high school and a peak of feeling all of the anxiousness that was flying around within our household over the concerns of the virus and just the uncertainty in itself, itself, but still coming out more deeply connected to themselves and more resilient than I believe they realized they were prior to 2020. And I hope that as you look at 2020, and this year of COVID, and the uncertainty, and the fears, and just the craziness that we call 2020, that you are also able to find deep gratitude for a few blessings a few bright spots in the dark days or dark clouds that were shadowing over, but that they couldn't win because our light shone bright together and our connection to each other and to our heart and our resiliency kept us bright and with lessons to move forward into a new year. I wish each and every one of you a beautiful Christmas season this coming week. I can't believe it's already here. Very much so not ahead, (laughs) as I have everything to wrap yet and still a few things to get out and grab. And if you celebrated Hanukkah, I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah season filled with love and hope and peace. And I look forward to sharing more about my greatest inspiration that came out of 2020. Next week, on the episode, The Awoken Mother. Until then... Take this winter solstice time period and snuggle in with your family. Put on a holiday movie or holiday music. Enjoy the blankets and the warmth from the fireplace. Or walks on the beach and the warm air if you don't live here in the Northeast where it's chilly and snowy and snuggle season. Enjoy this time. Slow down and connect within and connect with your family and connect to your blessings of 2020 and how you're going to carry them into 2021. Until next week, thanks for listening and have a great one.